0: Welcome to the Sabbath School Bible Study Podcast. Today is Sunday, February 21st. I invite you to pause the audio right now so that you can have your moment with God and ask Him for His guidance as you study His Word. And I'll be right back. <music> Servant Nation In Isaiah chapter 41, verse 8, God speaks of Israel, my servant. And in chapter 42, verse 1, He introduces my servant. Who is the servant? Is it Israel slash Jacob, the ancestor of the Israelites? The nation of Israel? the Messiah slash Christ identified in the New Testament as Jesus? There are two kinds of references to servants of God woven through Isaiah chapters 41 through 53. One servant is named Israel or Jacob, as in Isaiah chapter 41 verse 8, Isaiah chapter 44 verse verses 1, 2, and 21, Isaiah, chapter 45, verse 4, and Isaiah, chapter 48, verse 20. Because God addresses Israel, or Jacob, in the present, it is clear he, Jacob, represents the nation descended from him. This is confirmed by the fact that redemption from the Lord's servant Jacob is accomplished at the time when he is to go out from Babylon, Isaiah chapter 48, verse 20. In other instances, such as Isaiah chapter 42, verse 1, Isaiah chapter 50, verse 10, Isaiah chapter 52, verse 13, and Isaiah chapter 53, verse 11, God's servant is not named. When he is first mentioned in Isaiah chapter 42 verse 1, his identity is not immediately apparent. However, as Isaiah develops his profile in later passages, it becomes clear that he is an individual who restores the tribes of Jacob, Israel, to God. Isaiah chapter 49 verses 5 and 6. And dies sacrificially on behalf of sinners. Isaiah chapter 52 verses 13 through chapter 53 verse 12. Therefore he cannot be the same as the nation. So, it is clear that Isaiah speaks of two servants of God. One is corporate, the nation, and the other is individual. What is the role of the servant nation? Let's read Isaiah chapter 41, verses 8 through 20. But you, Israel, my servant, Jacob, whom I have chosen, descendant of Abraham, my friend, you whom I have taken from the ends of the earth and called from its remotest parts and said to you, You are my servant. I have chosen you and not rejected you. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not anxiously look about you, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, surely I will help you, surely I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Behold, all those who are angered at you will be shamed and dishonored. Those who contend with you will be as nothing and will perish. You will seek those who quarrel with you but will not find them. Those who war with you will be as nothing and non-existent, for I am the Lord your God, who upholds your right hand, who says to you, “Do not fear, I will help you. Do not fear, you warm Jacob, you men of Israel, I will help you, declares the Lord and your Redeemer is the Holy One of Israel. Behold, I have made you a new, sharp, threshing sledge with double edges. You will thresh the mountains and pulverize them, and will make the hills like chaff. You will winnow them, and the wind will carry them away, And the storm will scatter them. But you will rejoice in the Lord. You will glory in the Holy One of Israel. The afflicted and needy are seeking water. But there is none. And their tongue is parched with thirst. I, the Lord, will answer them myself. As the God of Israel, I will not forsake them. I will open rivers on the bare heights and springs in the midst of the valleys. I will make the wilderness a pool of water and the dry land fountains of water. I will put the cedar in the wilderness, the acacia and the myrtle and the olive tree. I will place the juniper in the desert together with the box-tree and the cypress, that they may see and recognize and consider and gain insight as well that the hand of the Lord has done this and the Holy One of Israel has created it. God assures Israel that the nation is still the servant of the Lord. I have chosen you, And do not cast you off. Isaiah chapter 41, verse 9. Then God gives to Israel one of the most magnificent promises in the Bible Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, I will help you, I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. Isaiah chapter 41 verse 10 Here and in the following verses one of the basic roles of Israel is to trust the true God to save them, as King Ahaz did not, rather than to trust in other gods and their images as other nations do. Question Notice how in Isaiah chapter 41 verse 14 The Lord calls the nation a worm. What point was He making? Look at the whole text to get a better answer. What should this teach us as well about our need to depend totally upon the Lord? Additional reading, selected quotes from Ellen White. To the prophet Isaiah was given a revelation of the beneficent design of God in scattering impenitent Judah among the nations of earth. My people shall know my name, the Lord declared. They shall know in that day that I am he that doth speak. Isaiah chapter 52 verse 6 And not only were they themselves to learn the lesson of obedience and trust in their places of exile they were also to impart to others a knowledge of the living god many from among the sons of the strangers were to learn to love him as their creator and their redeemer they were to begin the observance of his holy sabbath day as a memorial of his creative power, and when he should make, bear his holy arm, in the eyes of all the nations, to deliver his people from captivity, all the ends of the earth, should see of the salvation of God. Many of these converts from hedonism would wish to unite themselves fully with the Israelites and accompany them on the return journey to Judea. None of these were to say, The Lord hath utterly separated me from his people. For the word of God, through his prophet, to those who should yield themselves to him and observe his law, was that they should thenceforth be numbered among spiritual Israel, his church on earth. Prophets and Kings, pages 371 and 372. Christ has made every provision that his church shall be a transformed body, illumined with the light of the world, possessing the glory of Emmanuel. It is his purpose that every Christian shall be surrounded with a spiritual atmosphere of light and peace. He desires that we shall reveal his own joy in our lives. At his second coming, the redeemed from among men will receive their promised inheritance. Thus, God's purpose for Israel will meet with literal fulfillment. That which God purposes, man is powerless to disannul, Even amid the working of evil, God's purposes have been moving steadily forward to their accomplishment. It was thus with the house of Israel throughout the history of the divided monarchy, It is thus with spiritual Israel today. Prophets and Kings, page 720. Christ taught His disciples precious lessons in regard to the necessity of trusting in God. These lessons were designed to encourage the children of God through all ages, and they have come down to our time full of instruction and comfort. We cannot but look forward to new perplexities in the coming conflict, but we may look on what is past as well as on what is to come, and say, Hitherto hath the Lord helped us. As thy days, so shall thy strength be. Deuteronomy chapter 33 verse 25 The trial will not exceed the strength that shall be given us to bear it. And by and by the gates of heaven will be thrown open to admit God's children, and from the lips of the King of Glory the benediction will fall on their ears like richest music. Come, ye blessed of my Father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world, unquote, Matthew, chapter 25, verse 34, Steps to Christ, pages 123, 125, 126. And that is all for today. Please subscribe to our podcast and stay tuned for new episodes and special content.